Greetings, all of our family and friends. I want to welcome you to our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. This is uh, your host, uh, Apostle Nathaniel Leon, coming to you all the way from our studios at This Rock International Ministries in the city of Riverside, located in, in a beautiful Southern California. I want to thank you for joining the broadcast all of you that are listening, we want to welcome you to our CPN network, Charisma Podcast Network, our YouTube, and our Facebook Live. We pray that the grace of the Lord would minister to you directly and that uh, you would hear from God in a mighty, mighty way. So I'm glad you're with us. I'm praying that God's word would come forth in a mighty way and that you would be touched and transformed. I'm going to be speaking today and sharing a word out of our key verse, which is found in uh, Romans 8, 21. We're going to be talking about uh, the glorious freedom of the sons and daughters of God and creation being delivered. We're grateful for that. So I'm going to give you just a minute to sign in, to join in wherever you're watching us from. We pray grace and peace in the name of the Lord. And we believe God is going to speak tremendously to you, to your household, to your family. And we're believing for breakthroughs uh, and, and healing even on the broadcast. So Thank you for joining us. Uh, let us know where you're watching from. We pray the grace and favor of the Lord over you. I'm, I'm doing the same. I'm sharing the broadcast. And as we're doing that, we're praying that the word of God would go forth uh, uninhibited and that he would get glory in everything we're doing. So uh, welcome. Thank you, Sister Melissa. So good to see you, Sister Gloria. Pastor Hiram, welcome to the broadcast. Sister Valerie, we're, we're grateful you're with us. We believe God is going to speak in a great, great way, and we're we're grateful you're with us. Sister Mary Keys, welcome. Uh, please let us know where you're watching from. We welcome all of our listeners, all of our uh, all of our followers, we're praying that God's grace would abound and that his word would minister to you directly. We're thankful that you're with us and we're praying God's presence would remain and that his miracles would go forth even today on the broadcast, even the replay, those listening to us on our replay or our CPN network. God bless you. We pray that God's word would minister to you in a great, great way. So we're going to start with a word of prayer. I'm going to ask you one more time, do the work of the evangelist. What's the work of the evangelist? To share the good news, to let somebody know about his goodness and mercy, and to in, increase, I believe, the reach of the ministry or the word of the Lord to people in places we maybe not we maybe would not be able to reach without you. So please share that, uh, like that, tag that, and uh, we're going to get ready to go straight into the word. Let's start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we lift up your name. We invite you to just minister to your people mightily uh, on this broadcast. Open up ears and eyes and open up hearts to receive from you. I pray that the wisdom of God would just be revealed and that we would hear from you in an awesome way. I thank you that eyes are being opened, ears are being unstopped, and that you're making way out of no way. Thank you for your miracle working power. We pray the blessing of the Lord over all that are listening, even on the replay. Let the grace of God and miracles of God go through the airwaves. This we ask according to your word in Jesus' mighty name. If you agree with that, say amen. So good to see you, Anna Rosa, Sister Lisa. Welcome again. Uh, we're going straight to the word. We're going to be in the book of Romans chapter number eight. Bless God bless Rialto. So good to see Rialto. Santa Anna's watching uh, different places, tuning in. Let us know where you're watching. We want to pray over that region, pray over that territory, that the word of God would move. Sister Teresa, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, 
Romans 8.21 tells us, because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. I want to remind you, we are in resurrection season. Uh, here in the States, we celebrated Resurrection Sunday. We celebrated getting up morning. And why is that significant? Because God is the God of resurrection. He can heal. He can deliver. He can save. But let me also encourage you, God wants to deliver people uh, places and things. He wants uh, everything created to be for his glory. Sister Teresa, I see you're watching us from South Africa. The Lord bless South Africa. We will be there in just a few days ministering the word of the Lord in Cape Town for a few days. So we're praying over that. We're, we're believing that God is going to minister healing and wholeness to creation. Look at verse 21. It says, because creation, the word creature is translated creation itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Now, let me remind you, this is prophecy. This is the word of the Lord, that everything was made by him and for him, that every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. Most believers believe that. But here is the problem. Most believers only believe that that's going to happen after the rapture, after the ascension and the return, uh, when Jesus comes riding on the white horse with fire in his eyes to judge the world. Now, let me encourage you, before God judges, the world, he must reveal his glory. Before God uh, takes the church, according to Matthew 16, he will raise up around about uh, 18 and 19. Uh, you, Matthew 16 verse 18 says he's going to raise up an ecclesia, a church in whom the gates of hell shall not prevail. And I say that I will build upon this rock. I say unto you, verse 18 was right. And I say unto you that thou art Peter. And upon this rock of revelation, I will build up my ecclesia. I'm going to build up my church in whom the gates of hell shall not prevail. I've got to prophesy to you and agree with you that a church is going to rise that's going to make hell run. That it's going to run out of Hollywood. It's going to run out of education systems. It's going to run out of media and uh, arts and entertainment. There is a church that will rise with the keys of the kingdom of God. And whatever they pray on the earth, verse 19, uh, whatever they bind on the earth, whatever they close, this is a legal term. The word bind is to close, to shut, to, to render illegal, will be made illegal from heaven. And whatever they loose or allow in the earth, whatever they deem legal will be deemed legal from heaven. I want to tell you the keys of the kingdom must be given back to the church before the rapture, before the catching away, because after the church is taken, the door of grace is closed. So I want to tell you there are many in the valley of decision that are going to see the glory of the Lord. Blessing, Sister Yolanda, so good to see you. Many are going to see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. So the scripture tells us, Romans 8, 21, that we will see creation itself delivered. Everything created is going to be delivered. Everything made, everything that exists is going to see a visitation and a habitation of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Every realm, every sphere must see the gospel message of the kingdom preached and demonstrated. Now, we are never called to preach and not demonstrate. 
everywhere Jesus commanded the preaching of the gospel. The preaching came with preaching, teaching, and healing. A demonstration of the message. We're not just supposed to talk about the kingdom. For the word of for the kingdom of God is not word, but in demonstration and power. Pray for the sick. Heal, uh, raise the dead. Heal the sick. Open the eyes of the blind. What you freely receive, we've got to freely give. But here is what verse 21 says. The creation itself is going to be delivered. Now, I want to say this again. Creation has a self. Everything created has a being, a sound in it. Everything created has a, 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 an existence from God. The sun and the moon and the stars. We're finding, I've talked about this before. I want to reiterate to you. We're finding uh, in quantum physics. Bless you, Pastor Edie. So good to see you. Bless you, Pastor Lorraine. So good to see you. Thank you for joining the broadcast. Everything created has sound waves in it. Quantum physics is now telling us they are discovering all matter has sound waves in it. Why is that relevant? Because the, the science is catching up to the Bible. The word science is knowledge. Science is nothing negative if it's if it's true science. All knowledge will lead to the God of all truth. And we're finding sound uh, waves in all matter. Why is that relevant? Because remember, in the beginning, God said, let there be and there was. He said, let there be light and there was light. And the light shined upon the darkness and he created worlds with his words. So this is why the word of God in your mouth can change a mountain. It can move a mountain. It can quiet a storm. It can open blinded it can cause provision to come out of rocks and uh, water out of rocks and bread from heaven. This is the power of the covenant that you belong to. It is word activated. And the word God gave you is the key to everything and all things working on behalf of the kingdom of God. This is the beauty. Creation has a self. Here is what Isaiah 55. We're going to look up Isaiah uh, chapter 55 verse 12. Isaiah 55 verse 12 tells us of creation, tells us of the mountains, uh, uh, it tells us of the trees. Here's what the Bible says, for you will go out with joy and be led forth in peace. The way we come out is with joy and the way we go forth is in shalom. Joy is one of the keys of deliverance. Joy is one of the keys of freedom, being being promoted and advanced. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I say it always, joy equals power. Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your power. You will go out with joy and be led with peace. Peace is that which guides us and leads us. But here is what the scripture is. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. I'm going to read that again. The mountains can actually sing. The trees can clap hands. Everything created has a self. It has a being. And when the sons of God, the daughters of God are in authority, there's a blessing over creation. When men that do not know God nor fear God, when women who are ruling in the earth realm that do not have the nature of God are in authority, there's a curse on the ground. There's a groan on the ground. The Bible says all of creation is groaning and travailing. That's verse 22 of Romans 8, 22. It says, for we know that everything created is groaning and travailing even until now, we know everything created is making a groan. 
It's making a travail. Now, some of you mothers and some of you fathers that have been in a delivery room know the sound of pain. It's making a sound, but a groan and a travail is a sound of pain. And that's what the sun is feeling. And that's what the earth is feeling. And that's what the ocean is feeling. And that's why the storms are angry. And that's why the earth is shaking. Everything created is made uh, by the word of God. And when God's sons and daughters are not in authority, there's a curse on the ground and the ground is travailing and the, the ground is, 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 is uh, shaking and systems and finances and houses and cars and everything that exists was made for the glory of God. I'm going to show you in a minute. Look at Luke 19, 28. The Bible says that if we don't worship, uh, if we don't worship, if we don't praise, the very rocks can cry out. I'm going to read this to you. Luke 19 verse 28 says that if, if it says they, they came into the city and they begin to cry out, Hosanna, Hosanna, uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, the scripture says that they were worshiping and praising the Lord. And the scripture tells us that, uh, that, that those listening, those listening uh, around them said, how are you allowing this to happen a again? And the scripture says that they were offended at Jesus's coming. And Jesus said, look, if, if they don't praise, even the rocks will cry out. I'm going to say that again. Even the rocks can cry out. I want to tell you, rocks are not made uh, to take your your place. Rocks are not made to take your, you're made to be a worshiper. You're made to be one who looses a sound out of your belly and looses the grace and power of the Lord. The scripture says, Jesus put it this way. He said, if, if they don't praise the very rocks will cry out. And when rocks cry out, it means that there's sound in the rocks. The, 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 there's 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 a uh, there's a frequency in the rocks. Actually, go back to uh, go up a little bit. Uh, we're in Luke 19:38. We'll go there. 19:38. Night. Luke 19:38. Saying, "Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord and glory." He's coming into the city. Verse number 39. The scripture says, uh, "And some of the Pharisees among them said to him, Master, rebuke your disciples.' So now he's coming into the city. He's receiving praise and all. He's receiving worship. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees didn't like it. Verse 40 tells us, and he answered and said unto them, if these hold their peace, even the stones immediately are going to cry out. Rocks will, how is that possible? That rocks would make a sound. But in the spirit, we're understanding there's sound waves in the rocks and the worship that comes from creation. See, one of the things God does is he wants to deliver everything created, everything that exists, everything was created by him. I'm going to say that again. And for him, everything created was created by him and for him. It was made for the glory of God. I'm going to say that again. It was made for the glory of God. Everything created was made by him found in the book of Colossians and for him. It was made by him. Colossians uh, chapter one, verse number 16 tells us that all that exists for by him, all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, powers, uh, principalities, all things were created by him 
and for him. The sun was made for him. The moon was made for him. The earth was made for him. Systems were made for him. Money was made for him. Land was made for him. Everything that has a that can be used for good and the glory of the Lord was made for him. Buildings were made for him. Cars were made for him. Land was made for him. Resource was made. Everything that exists by him, all things were created. What does that mean? They used the imagination. His name is the, the Logismos, the imagination. He is the Logos. God gave man the Logos, the ability to dream, the ability to create. Remember, the womb of the spirit is the imagination. When you want to create something in this world, you use your imagination. Man is not the biggest, is not the fastest, not the strongest. Man is at the top of the food chain because he carries the, the Logizomahe, the imagination, the Iconia, the image of God, the picture maker in the mind to dream, to see, to create the 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 lion is stronger, the elephant is bigger, the cheetah is faster, but man has an imagination to develop uh, 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 nets and guns and tranquilizers. You see, that's why we're at the top of the food chain. We have the imagination. Now, man, when he partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, his imagination became darkened. And now he used the imagination for evil. He turned what was good into evil. Before this, he only knew good. But here's what it says. For by the imagination were all things created in heaven and earth, seen and unseen thrones, which is authorities, dominions, which is realms of power, thrones, dominions, powers, principalities, and rulers. Everything exists. Now, these are spiritual terms, but they're also governmental and earthly terms. They are not just uh, 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 spiritual only. Everything that exists, every dominion, every authority, every power was made by him and for him. This is why Jesus can say, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. For by him all things were created in heaven that are in the earth. So what was made in the heavens is affecting and infiltrating the earth. What you see came from the invisible world. Everything visible came from the invisible. Your clothes, your glasses, your house, your car, uh, your, your sofa. Some of you are sitting on a sofa right now. Some of you are on the bed. Some of you are in the car. Some of you are in the break room watching that break room. Somebody dreamed the, the imagination in their mind and they put it on paper and they brought it to pass. Somebody dreamed the car and they put, they put a, a sketch together and they brought it to pass. Somebody dreamed that house and they put an architectural design and built that room you're in and that bed you're, you're on, that couch you're sitting, that clothes you're wearing, everything you were in the spirit and you were in the spirit and were birthed into this realm. God dreamed you and breathed you through the womb of your mother. Everything was made by him. The land, the earth, the sun, the moon, technology exists for the glory of God. All things were made and created that are in heaven, that uh, all things were made in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Listen to that. Everything you can see and everything you cannot see. See, animals hear and see at a different frequency. This is why animals can tell you when an earthquake's going to happen. They have a sense about them. They hear uh, at a higher sense. The, uh, dogs can smell at a higher. That's why they have dogs who sniff. Uh, they sniff uh, uh, for drugs and they sniff for contraband at the airport because they have a greater sense of smell and hearing and sight. I want to tell you, eagles see 
better than, than humans can see. There's different layers of vision. But I want to tell you, everything visible came out of the invisible. The world you see came from the world you cannot see. Whether they are thrones, the word throne is the word thronos. Seats of authority, offices, earthly, heavenly, all of them came from God. Whether they be thrones, whether they be dominions, dominions. I want to tell you, it's the word kurasati, power, lordship, earthly or heavenly ownership, dominions, whether they're principalities, spiritual or earthly, whether they're powers, which is the word exousias. The Bible says all things were made by him and for him. The earth was made for him. The sun was made for him. The planet was made for him. You were made for his glory. The, the, the systems of the world, nations were made for him. He will get the glory. This is why Romans 8.21 tells us that creation itself shall be delivered. Everything created has a being, a self. Everything was made for the glory. And here is the problem. When man fell, according to Romans 8, 21, it became subject to vanity. Go back to verse 20. When man fell, what God made became vain glory. For the creature became subject to vanity. When Adam fell, everything created became purposeless. What's the purpose of the earth? The glory of God. Now Adam fell. The authority fell. Who is in charge of the planet? Adam. Adam and his wife. He made them to be kings of the earth like God is a king in heaven. He made them to talk to the oceans and the plant. God made all the animals and brought the animals before Adam to see what Adam would name him because Adam was made to live by his words, not the sweat of his brow. He's made, he's a king in a little kingdom. And God made the earth so that Adam had somewhere to rule like God rules in the heaven. He said, have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. I'm in Romans, I'm in uh, 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 Genesis 1:26. Have dominion, legal stewardship, because you're made in my image and likeness over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. But everything created when Adam fell became subject to vanity. It became what is vanity. It's not just a pride. It's devoid of truth, devoid of purpose, devoid of a reason. Now, what's the purpose of the sun? Why is it shining? What's the purpose of the moon? Why is it reflecting the light of the sun? What's the purpose of the stars? What's the purpose of the planet? What's the purpose of the water? It's, it's subject to, to, to purposeless. See, when there's no purpose in what God created, it, it go, comes under a groan. But when God's sons take authority, when God's daughters step into dominion, when Joseph steps into the palace, he gives purpose to the palace. When Daniel comes into the place of authority, he gives purpose to the palace. When Esther steps her foot into that realm and replaces, uh, replaces the other queen, and now she's in authority, she's bringing purpose to what God created, and it's called redeeming time. When God wants to redeem time, he raises up a son or daughter or a messenger. He sends somebody. When the fullness of time comes, God raised up his son. I'm going to say that again. When the fullness of times came, the Bible says that God rose up his son. God said there's something called the fullness of times. And when time gets full is when God is ready to redeem time. See, we've got to redeem time. I'm going to say that again. We've got to redeem time. 
Time can be redeemed when we step into into destiny. Ephesians 1 verse 10 tells us that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, which are in heaven, which are on earth, even even in him. I'm going to repeat this again. What you say, this is after, yes, it begins completely after we ascend. But remind, let me remind you, when we go, when we are caught away, the door of grace closes. There's no more salvation. There's no more calling upon the name. And the only people that can escape hell are those who will be beheaded in the tribulation or those who will die as a martyr. So I want to tell you, God has a harvest in mind before we go. The next move of God is going to be one that is the global harvest that comes around the nations of the world where many will call on the name of the Lord. And those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Something called the dispensation of the fullness of times that God would gather together in one all things in Christ, in heaven and earth, even in himself. And that is uh, what God has called us to walk out in the, in the purpose of the spirit. The Bible says that something called the fullness of times. And when time got full, the Bible says he sent his son made of a woman, made under a law to redeem them that were under the law. I want to tell you, this is the plan. Jesus came and died and rose again to redeem those that were under the law so that we could receive. Look at Galatians 4 verse 4. Galatians 4, actually we'll do 4 verse 3. The Bible says, but even so when we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. Are you hearing me? Maturity looses you from these bondage. The more we grow, what is my job to continue to grow? Are you there? No, I'm on the way. I'm moving. I'm growing. I'm advancing. I'm seeking. I'm pursuing. I want to know more. Paul said that I may know him and the power. But he says, when we're children, go back to verse number one. The heir, as long as he is a child, is no different than a slave. The heir, as long as he is without knowledge and wisdom, is nothing different than a slave, even though he's ruler of all. God made sons and daughters to be heirs. That means everything that Jesus owns, we own. The cattle is his, the cattle is ours. The silver is his, the silver is ours. The healing is his, the healing is ours. The the, the deliverance is his. It's all his, but it's all ours because we're joint heirs with Jesus. But if we are immature, the Bible says, the word child there is the word nephos. Without articulation, an inability to speak and articulate, it's imperative that we grow the word. See, my child, uh, my child Zoe is about 13, uh, about 13, 15 months or so, and she's about 15 months, going on a year and a half, and she's learning to articulate words, dada, mama, that's all she can do, one word syllables, but by the time she turns about two, she should be talking and making sentences, I want to tell you, that is the range of nephos, zero to two, where you now begin to articulate in the spirit, you begin to speak the words of life in a different realm, and begin to understand, but as long as we are without articulation, the Bible shouldn't be foggy, The word shouldn't be hard to understand. Mystery should be made available. Why? Not just so we can look smart and have revelation. We want to take our inheritance. But the Bible says, but we're under tutors, verse 2, Galatians 4, verse 2, and governors until the appointed time of the Father. The word tutor is the word epiropas. It means the care 
of one instructed a guardian, a manager of a household. And the word governor is the word a manager of a household. So the tutor we know is the teacher, which is the Holy Ghost. So the teacher, the tutor is the teacher, the instructor. But the governor is the earthly authority. The Holy Ghost will, 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 will teach you. That's important. And the governor will steward you. There's a spiritual authority and there's an earthly authority that God assigns you under. And when you're submitted to the tutor, you can be submitted to the governor. But if you're not submitted to the Holy Ghost, it's impossible to submit to the governor. Bible says you're under this into something called the appointed time. This is the one place every believer should be aiming to get. Not just go to heaven, though I believe in heaven. Not just make it to the pearly gates, though I believe in pearly gates. That we come to what's called the appointed time. Set before time, predetermined, before arranged. It's called the word pro-thesmios. Uh, pro-thesmiosos. It means a preset the time that your preparation and your development and your growth meet your suddenly. Meet your meet your heavenly time and when you have this the suddenly begins and the glory begins to take you very few if any uh, most very few uh reach this called appointed time where our development meets a set time and now the suddenlies begin to happen it's possible but it must be something that is on our radar verse 3 says for so when for so when we were children we were in bondage under the elements of the world are you listening to me elements of the world the elements of the world what are those elements the first thing the rudiments you see see adam had authority over creation he had authority over earth and sun and moon and star joshua spoke to the sun and said don't you move until i tell you to move moses stretched the rod out and commanded those oceans to open up the bible says that he prayed and 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 bread fell out of heaven and water came out of rocks. The prophet decreed life over the bin of oil and the and the and the jar of flour, uh, the jar of oil and the bin of flour, and they kept filling up on their own. Are you hearing me? This is the the, the concepts of what God is looking for us to move in. But we've got to grow from children now. The word that that word child that 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 is not childlike faith. It's immaturity. We've got to grow from this. God grow me. Help me love my enemies. Help me stretch what, what I don't, what, what don't I like? Who don't I like? Let me pray for them more. Let me grow in my attitude. Let me grow in my character so that the nine fruits of the spirit will be the, the ground for the nine gifts of the spirit. The Bible says that we're under the elements of this age, elements, realms, time, space, matter. These laws that, that are laws to man, but they're not laws to God. You can say the mountains be removed and they'll obey you. But the Bible says, but when the fullness of time came, verse four, God sent forth his son, he sent forth his son. That word is we fully mature son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we may receive the adoption of sons so when god wants to redeem a time he sends a son that's you he sends a daughter you are the solution to your region you are the solution to your city you are the solution to your family you are the solution to your nation god heard the cry we're going to read this exodus chapter 3 verse 7 there was a bondage and corruption romans 8 21 says that creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption bondage of corruption it's not just a political problem 
it's not just a, a, a mayor or a president or a prime minister. It's not just about millionaires and billionaires. It's about authority and influence. It's about leading, th- leading people back to the kingdom of God and their God-given identity so that they are free to worship. But the Bible says there's something called bondage through corruption. I remind you the word bondage is slavery. It is captivity. It is, yes, demon-possessed. That's also a a level of captivity. But it's the creation being enslaved. Nations being enslaved. enslaved. Israel was enslaved. The Jewish people, the Hebrew brethren, were enslaved for 430 years. And the Bible says, according to to, uh, Exodus 7, verse 10, the Lord said, I've surely seen, Exodus 3, verse 7, yeah, uh, I've surely seen the affliction of my people in Egypt. Egypt is a country, and the people of God are in a pagan, idolatrous country, a, a, a demonized country. And I've heard the cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrow, so they're under affliction. They're under bondage. They're under slavery. They're under uh, attacks and persecution. Slavery didn't just start a couple hundred years ago. Slavery started from the moment man wanted dominion over other man. You're not made to have dominion over other men. You're made to build up others. You're made to deliver others. You're made to have dominion over fish of the sea, fowls of the air, bird, uh, uh, beasts of the field and creeping things. This is earthly terms, but spiritual spirits of the air, beast of the field, antichrist spirits, creeping things, animals. You're made to have spirits over power, over devils and demons and all the work of the enemy. Jesus had dominion over the spirits of his age, but he gave, he was so humble to wash the feet of his disciples. The Bible says that that he heard the cry. Verse 8 of Exodus chapter 3, the scripture tells us that cry went, so I will come down to deliver them out of the hand of Egypt and to bring them up to the land, a good and large land, a land flowing with milk and honey and a place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. So he said, I'm coming down, verse number nine, I'm going to deliver them. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come and I've seen the oppression, bondage, slavery. That's what nations have in, in common. They, they don't want you to be free. Republican or Democrat, they're not trying to free people. Now, I, I'm not for demonically enforced powers and princes, but let me make it clear. God wants to bring freedom, and the only people that can bring you freedom in nations is the kingdom of God. You cannot do it earthly. It's impossible to, to allow for, for a system of government to work except the kingdom of God. So he says, behold, the cry of the children has come before me. What do we do? We cry out. We pray. We f- you say, well, what good is that? What good is praying and fasting? What good is getting on an altar and, and, and laying before the Lord? What good is decreeing the word and prophesying? What good is speaking in tongues and decreeing? See, when you cry, the Lord hears. When you cry, the Lord hears. When you cry, the Lord hears. There was a bondage and a slavery. You say, it doesn't matter. It does matter, sir. Your prayers do matter, ma'am. Your prayers are the difference between life or death for your nation, for your city, for your region. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of Israel has come to me. And I have seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians have oppressed them. Verse number 10. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring forth the people. Who's God talking to? Moses. 
God's coming, but before God can come, I've got to send Moses. Moses got to go or must go so that there can be freedom in Egypt. And when Moses goes, it allows God to come. When Joshua goes, it allows us to take the promised land. When Esther gets in position, it allows the hand of death to be stopped. When Daniel gets an authority, it allows the hand of the Lord to redirect up to five kings. And he cancels them or he counsels them. Read Daniel, five kings he lived through, five leaders of nations, and some he counseled and some he canceled. Some he gave counsel to, and some he said, you're out of here. The hand has appeared on the wall. You will be gone tonight. It's not up to me. It's up to God. It's not up to you. It's up to God. You speak what thus says the Lord. God is looking for men and women. I'm going to send you to Pharaoh, and you're going to decree. Joel 2 verse 17, what is the job of the priest, the church, the ministry? Well, that's the pastor job. No, no, no. We're a holy nation and a royal priesthood. Anyone that has Jesus carries the high priest in them. So we're a nation of priests and kings. This is what God always ordained. A New Testament believer is a holy nation and a royal priesthood, according to the book of Peter. He said, let the priest and the ministers of the Lord weep at the porch and the altar. Let them say, spare thy people and give not your inheritance to reproach that the, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? One of the signs, I'm going to make this very clear. One of the signs that something is not in order is when the heathen begins to rule over the church. That there's a sign that something's out of order. Something is not kosher. Something is not, well, that's just how it is. I was born into this. No, sir. When the nation begins to legislate evil and wickedness, when they make Bibles illegal, when they make you have church underground, when they tell you you can't lay hands on the sick, when they tell you uh, it's wrong for a man and a, and a woman to be married, uh, and, and there's something wrong with that nucleus. Not only do they want their liberty and their freedom to do, there's something wrong because we believe. We're extremists because we believe the Bible. We believe that marriage is between a husband and a wife. We believe, uh, we believe that a child is born in the image and likeness of God and God doesn't make mistakes. That, that's not popular. You can't say that on national television. You'll get canceled in the world. But I want to tell you, God is about to rise up with his power, with his authority, and raise up men with, who have backbones of iron. Men and women who have feet at like the hind's feet uh, 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 of a horse, like the hind's feet of the calf. And, and they are unshakable, unmovable. They are not determined by what the earth says or what, the man, what man says, what system says. They are moved by the word of God, and they will hold to the truth. And they will speak it as long as there is breath in their lung and life in their body. They will declare what thus says the Lord. And the Bible says that the priest had to cry out and decree. And God would show up and deliver them out of the hand of wicked leadership. Wicked kings and wicked priests and wicked prime ministers and wicked presidents and wicked governments. Wicked. They love to kill. They love to murder. They love to slay the baby in the womb. They love, it's just they love, they love wicked. They love everything but the Bible. It's a spirit, sir. It's a demonic force, ma'am. And something's wrong when the wicked. So what do we need to do? Raise up men and women. Raise up godly presidents, godly priests, godly governors, godly mayors, men and women. Joseph has to be in position. You hearing me? Daniel has to get in the office for there to be a change. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 God says, I, I need you to rebuild the wall. Rebuild that wall. I need the right people in position so that they can influence God is looking to raise up. See, the wicked counselors cannot go unchallenged. I'm going to pray. 
We're going to pick this up uh, next week and con uh, continue in this word. But I need to pray with you. The Bible says that the, that creation shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Everything that exists must be made well. We say, well, I'm, I'm, I, that's wonderful, but I just want to be saved and I just want to make it to heaven and I just want my family. That's great. I believe in that. That's what God wants. But God don't only want you saved and you whole and your family whole. He wants nations whole. When God delivers you, he wants to deliver nations. When God sets your children free, he wants to set the children of the world free. The creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Corruption. Remember, corruption is not just perversion or wickedness. It is perverted authority. Perverted authority. When authority is corrupt, it's, it's a perversion of power, perversion of authority. When a man under authority, a woman un, in authority makes godless decisions to destroy, to kill. And you say, well, we would never see such things in America. Go back two years. China, the spirit, I'm not against the Chinese people, but there's a spirit over the Chinese government that wants to take your Bible permanently, wants to shut down churches permanently. Bibles are illegal in China. Did you know that? I'm sure you did. They have church underground. They lock you in prison for three years if you have a Bible or you're caught worshiping Jesus. They have to go underground and sneak and have services hiding. That's the spirit of the Antichrist because the only power that can stop the Antichrist is the church of Jesus Christ. And the enemy wants to divide us and, and we're sleeping and we're slumbering. There's a spirit of slumber that must come off the church, a spirit of sleep that the sleeping giant would arise so that the bondage of cor corruption would be delivered. We would deliver creation. How? Through the glory and the liberty. See, glory loses liberty. I'm out of time. I'm going to pray with you. Glory releases liberty. Glory, when God's glory comes, the chains come off. When God's glory comes, the blindfolds come off. When God's glory comes, the weight comes off of us. And help comes. And strength comes. Glory is the word doxa. I'm going to read this very carefully. We're going to pick this up next week. Romans 8.21. That creation itself. Remember, everything created has a self. Has a being. Has a spirit. Not necessarily a spirit. But a sound in it. A word in it. A word, a sound, a, 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 a frequency, the rock and the stone and the vehicle, everything made has a spirit. This is why the spirit of God could come on a stick. The spirit of God can come over a box and it become the ark of God. The spirit of God could come on a mantle, a shirt, a mantle, and, and the mantle from Elijah was powerful and doubly anointed. This is why the handkerchief of Paul, because you can release word over objects. It's not hooky, it's the Bible. It's the spirit of grace. And God wants to release his spirit on all creation. The Bible says the creation itself shall be delivered from bondage, which is corrupt leadership, corrupt government, corrupt owners of, of businesses, corrupt owners of media, corrupt owners of education or leaders of education and, and, and uh, superintendents and, and, and directors, corruption in principles and staff where they're, they're looking to corrupt our people, corrupt our children. He said, I want, I want bondage to be removed uh, and I want glory, the word glory there, we're just about done. Glorious is the word doxa. Glory 
that looses freedom. I'm going to give you one verse and we're going to pick this up. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the God makes free. We'll talk about John 8.36 uh, next time. John 8.36 says, If the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. If the Son makes free, you will be free indeed. Verse 32 says, truth makes free. See, when you discover truth, the lies have to bow. When you discover truth, the deception has to bow. The sickness has to bow. When it's unveiled to you, truth is God's mind, revelation, wisdom applied that unlocks the glory of God, which is his, his unmerited favor. It's his manifested presence. It's when the healer invades a room, a place, a person. It's when the miracle worker invades an atmosphere. And now the earth, the Bible says, I'm out of time, shall be filled with the glory. I need to pray with you. You're listening and it seems impossible. It seems unchangeable. It seems there's nothing that can be done. But I want to agree with you. Whatever bondage, whatever attack, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever attack that's trying to overtake you, whatever lie of the enemy is trying to keep you held and keep you underneath, God says, I'm going to release something called the glorious liberty that will release breakthrough in that area. But it comes to the sons and daughters of God. It comes to men and women who have been filled with his spirit that God is growing us. We are his workmanship. We are his harvest. He's growing us. He said a seed is planted. And the Bible says that it must grow and bring forth 30, 60, and 100 fold. We're that seed. We're that territory. And the word must grow in us and become greater. And we become that harvest. I want to pray with you. If you're listening under the sound of my voice, Heavenly Father, I stand in agreement now for my brother. I pray in agreement over my sister that whatever they are dealing with mentally, emotionally, and physically, that the hand of God would strengthen them and keep them. I ask you now that you surround them, you, you encompass them with songs of deliverance, songs of healing, miracles and signs and wonders. Do it now. I pray that you would open up doors for them that no one can close, that you would heal, that you would deliver, and that you would save. I pray now that God, every area of bondage, every area of slavery, every lie of the enemy would be rebuked by the truth of God for who the Son sets free. And I declare, you are the son that makes them sons and daughters. You are the son that makes them children of God. And who the son makes free, becomes free to make others free. So not only will they be well, help them make others well. Not only will they be delivered, help them make others delivered. Not only will they be set free, loose them to set others free. For who you set free and who you freely give to, we must freely receive. I pray over that one now. Strengthen their heart. Encourage their mind. Revive their soul. They're, there's too much riding on them to miss it. I speak life and life abundantly from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. In Jesus' name we pray. If you agree, somebody say amen and amen. I want to thank you for joining us for our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. Again, this is the senior pastor of This Rock International Ministries, Apostle Nathaniel Leon. I'm excited you're with us. For more information about the ministry, you can go to thisrockinternational.org and you can find out more about our ministry, how to connect, how to be uh, tied and connect as partner. We're going to be out rolling our partner program very soon. We pray that you would remain connected in all facets 
message. Again, thisrockinternational.org. God bless you. We pray this this, uh, broadcast was a blessing to you, and we can't wait to speak to you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.